my uh my oh my happy wednesday everybody happy wednesday we are uh halfway through our week of living like grant cardone i have my boss babe coffee mug because i'm gonna be a boss babe today uh and we're gonna make some amazing things happen how was your morning so far uh, well, I have my water because I'm going to be a hydrated individual today. Love um, it. It was a little slow. I went for a run this morning for my workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you can see, anyone watching, I didn't get a chance to shower and dress for success. So I guess my endorphin Russian runner's high is going to be my dress for success today. I didn't get a chance to shower or dress for success either. So it's okay. Yeah. Sorry, Grant. We failed you. Failed you on that front. But it's okay um, because you said that no one's born a natural salesman, so we have to buy your course in order to become them. I did eat breakfast, though. I did do that part. I remember that part. I had yogurt with granola. It was a good breakfast. I had Jordan Peterson because I started his book. You ate Jordan Peterson <laughs> I, for I, breakfast. I, I, I ate his, uh, <laughs> I, I ate his uh, laws on how we need order and chaos in our lives and, and we and we need structure and order or else we all fall into a purposeless nihilistic existence his book was depressing me but i think we should try to live like him all we have to do is make our bed which will be hard because i wake up bef- like three hours before tyler does now and so if i make the bed he'll still be in it well actually there is something we could do if we wanted to live like him too uh in his book, he mentioned that sort of his route to publishing was he would answer Quora questions every day. So if we just answered one Quora question every day, that would be hit as a routine. Okay. That's a good idea. We should do that. Also, we should do some Scientology stuff today. Oh, shit. I didn't post my TikTok either. So I, for Grant Cardone, because he says he gets his social media in order, I try and post my TikTok every, uh, like every morning before the stream, too. I'll have to do it after. I always post an Instagram story of me and Chewy together. Yeah, so you get your social media in order. Yeah, I also try to get my emails done, but I didn't finish everything because I have, so today I have four interviews to do because I'm working on a magazine article, so I have four Zoom interviews to do. So I was trying to, like, get some questions prepared in advance for those interviews and also, like, get some follow-up emails sent out about those this morning, which I wanted to have time to read Ponzinomics, but I didn't because I spent forever uh, just with the interview stuff. So I have a really packed day today which kind of sucks because i'm pretty tired (laughs) but that's okay well maybe you should try a little uh grant cardone supplements (laughs) take the 10x supplement can can you imagine if he was if he was like guys this is not an illicit drug it's 10x powder no dude he does that he does that i think he he sells cocaine as 10x grant cardone 10x supplements he had yeah that's a thing hold on here, uh, wait, no, that's a Facebook page. I'm, I need to find it on his website. Also, I had no did I had no idea Jordan Peterson eats an all meat diet. That sounds incredibly unhealthy. Where's Kat Benson when we need her? An all meat diet. Yeah, that doesn't sound. I tried that when I was in college. One morning, I woke up and I ate half a pound of raw salmon for breakfast. I was trying really hard to get so ripped, so I would just eat only meat. And, um, and then I would go, I would work out, uh, every You day. ate a half a pound of raw salmon for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was, I was a weird college kid, to be fair. I was. I think by uh, definition, all college kids are weird college kids, but you might've been like this bizarre 
exception to that where you were I like, was like I was like the edgy frat boy in college I was always like yeah I can do I can eat all this raw salmon for breakfast were you weak you can't eat all the raw salmon for breakfast what's wrong with you dude the ultimate frat boy breakfast I saw in college was like this one dude he would go through like a dozen eggs a day he would have he, he, he would just gassed make, on he he was just eating eggs for breakfast like he would have like a four egg omelet for breakfast and then like another two for lunch and then he would finish them for dinner and he was just like it's the cheapest protein guys and i was like eh, maybe eggs <laughs> like, dinner last night okay so this is the grant cardone 10x health system he sells all these 10x pills does he sell them with his god i would love to take grant cardone's pills like it, there's no one i trust more to tell me to like take a pill than grant cardone yeah with those clear stock images of Right? These are just like fitness stock images. These people didn't take the photo shoot. He didn't do a photo shoot of this lady stretching in bed in the morning. Yeah, optimal health. He didn't even have them wearing 10x merch. Like, he couldn't go that extra mile. He just had to, like, find, he, he just Google not fit 10x people. the promotion for this product whatsoever. He should have gone to Printful at least and gotten, like, his models to wear his uh, clothing so we could have maybe halfway believed that it was real. Right? He could have just, yeah, done like the auto-generate kind of thing online, but he didn't. He did nothing for this. So I actually read that uh, the best form of protein, and Kat, I know you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when I was talking to the student college who was trying to get jacked out of his mind, he said that, I don't know if it was the cheapest form of protein, but he said like the most dense of calorie per protein ratio was shrimp. Huh. That sounds good. Joseph wants to know if on Friday we could be he could be our 906 meeting. Yes, Joseph, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But we we have to be super delivered. So you might have to hop on at like 906.5. So like 30 seconds into the 906 yeah. meeting. Oh, guys, right now it's 806. So in exactly one <laughs> hour, we are going to have our first ever 906 meeting. For those of you who weren't here yesterday, um, we were reading about Grant Cardone's morning routine and how every morning he hosts his company's morning meeting at 906 a.m. If he hosted it at 9, that would mean he didn't put enough thought into the time. But if he hosted at 9.06, that's intentional, even though it's not. It's still random. But we're going to host a meeting at 9.06 a.m. So is anyone in the chat, uh, we'll bring a person from the chat onto the stream with us. I'll send you, whoever it is, I'll send you a StreamYard link so that you can join us here. And then uh, you can just, we'll just all three of us have a meeting and talk about business or whatever whatever you want it'll be fun look at me making like cat come out with the agreement I'm, I'm, I'm always so proud when i say something that cat agrees with she's she's one of those people that like i want her to agree with me on things well yeah because it would mean i'm being healthy if, if she, <laughs> she knows what's healthy um oh i should eat more shrimp yeah you yes should. eva we are picking someone from the live audience it can be you if you want it could be anyone. Um, Let me write my goals down real quick for the day. Make Cat proud of me. Check. <laughs> I want to hear Joseph on a meeting. So do I. Dude, I forgot how hard running his is. Like, I was doing all these cardio workouts. Just, like, hit training and shit like that. But nothing compares to... I actually had an idea while I was running where I was like, you know, it'd be a great book idea the main character has one week to live and they're terrified of dying and they want to stop time. So they pick up running 
And because nothing makes time move slower than running, they're able to live like another eight years in a week. That's brilliant because time is perception. Exactly. And he's like, man, look at these beautiful seasons. I went on one run today and I saw like three years. It's like, no, you were out for 30 minutes. No, I was gone for three years. I love that. Thank you. Also, we are going to take a Scientology personality quiz in a little bit. Oh, God, that's going to be beautiful. Let me just quickly write down. Make Cat proud of me. Um. Uh, Looks like I have to give them an email, so I'm going to be giving them Ivy's email address, not mine. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I got to sign up Ivy for everything. I mean, I think Ivy would give Scientology a try. She seems like the kind of person who would at least give it a try. You should you should sign up Ivy for, like, all the sketchiest online, like, mailing lists and shit ever, and then just do a reading Ivy's emails video. I should. You know, I actually haven't checked Ivy's email in a little <coughs> while, so let me let me pull up Ivy's email and see what's going on there. Should make her like a Tinder account and an OkCupid account too. Oh man, Eric Worry sends her so many promotional emails. Oh, oh my Eric. god, and uh, Career Builder sends her so many job recommendations for Smart Circle scams. God, I've got a great idea. RK from Sh I'm making all of these people proud of me today. Make Share proud of me check oh shit apparently ivy's email address is also chewy's instagram login might want to change one of those i just i have a bunch of email addresses for things and i get them confused i just turned this into ivy's email address like on a video i was recording randomly over a year ago and so um it was an email address that i created for like a tumblr account i had when i was in college and yeah, I'll I'll show it to you guys when we do this. So wait, were you like super edgelord college or you were what when yeah. was edgelord savvy? Um <clears throat> most of my life, I would say. Even now to an extent. I don't know. Have I ever <clears throat> not been an edgelord? That's a good question. I don't know, because like Tumblr's sort of like soft boy. Yeah, but I it was like I I didn't use Tumblr that much for like community stuff. I just used it to post my web comics. Oh, thank you, Aw Panda. Okay, guys, while Zappy's looking shit up, I'm gonna do an ASMR eye exam with you. Follow the pen. Shit, it's giving myself tingles. I can't do it. I can't. I can't, I can't do ASMR. It, it, I I get too into it no matter what. Even if I'm the one doing it. <laughs> oh man so uh i mean what's the worst that's gonna happen if they uh if, if, if they try and reach out to chewy to sell them shit i mean are, are they are they gonna try and take all of chewy's like chewy's life savings oh real quick share if you do you want to do today's 906 meeting because you can you can share is gonna blend essential oils on that would be fun that would be a that, that would be a blast we would love um, to have you on at 906 so anyway, so Chewy's Instagram, he did get reached out to like by Olive Garden once where they were like, do you want, do you want to be a brand partner and join the Olive Garden rewards program? If you post about us and we could give you a discount. And he just responded and was like, I'm not allowed at Olive Garden. I'm a dog. <laughs> but he gets free breadsticks. <laughs> he doesn't cause they don't let him. Okay, sure. I, uh, you can, you can be the okay. Hold up, guys. I'm gonna send share um, a link to join us at 9:06 a.m. Share. I'm gonna email it to you right now. Share. I'm also flattered, and um, 
I really like the idea of all these yeses right now, because I'm like, say yes to the scent. It's like, say yes to the dress, but essential oils. All right, Cher, I just sent you an email with the uh, link to join us at 9.06 a.m. Someone has a crush on me. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. Great. So, okay. So, yeah. So, my morning. Okay. I woke up and I was exhausted. I was exhausted this morning. Uh, but to be fair, I was having a bunch of weird dreams about escaping a bomb. And you successfully escaped. I did. I successfully escaped. And I wasn't sure if Tyler successfully escaped. So I was looking around because like, yeah, it was like I was in some kind of old school building and I was looking, I knew there was a, I, I didn't know there was a bomb in there. I just suspected there was. So I was searching for the bomb. Was it Die then, Hard? No, it wasn't Die Hard. That would be cool though. <laughs> With Alan Rickman trying to blow you up. <laughs> Rest in peace, Snape. Rest in peace. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue with your dream. Oh, no. Other people's dreams aren't interesting. But I'm just saying I woke up very stressed because I was trying to escape a bomb in my dream. And then I didn't know if Tyler had escaped the bomb or if my, I think my my mom had escaped the bomb because she she ran out of the building with me at the same time. But Tyler stayed in and I told him to come out of the building because there was I, I just had a feeling there was a bomb. And then the building like blew up. And uh, I think he escaped. He did escape because then I found him again and I was like, oh, good, you escaped. It was a stressful dream. And then I woke <laughs> up and I was very stressed. I, I, I can see that happening. I could, I mean, you are my dream journal. So <laughs> I, I've sent you some bizarre dreams before. You are my dream journal. That sounds like a song. You are or my like, dream. You are my dream journal. I like that. That's Is it a Daft like Punk song? Sorry. It could, I mean, it could be. I could see that if... I don't want to make you cry on the stream. No, okay. I won't cry. I, I cried I cried three times about Daft Punk yesterday. I don't think I'll cry again today. I'm not going to make you cry unless you're wearing makeup for the views. Right. I can cry if I'm wearing makeup for the views because... Thumbnails. I, yeah, my mom says if there was a bomb, she wouldn't leave me or Tyler behind. Thank you, mom. I appreciate that. Also, I'm glad you're here. I mean, I know the power of our Kasha tattoos will always protect us. Absolutely. Oh, Rachel Luna says, I missed the last two days. I'm not sure how I missed that Grant Cardone is a Scientologist. Yes, he is a Scientologist. I actually did a video with the Antibot about this, like, almost a year ago at this point, I think. So, uh, but we did this video about how Grant Cardone, so when he was, when he was in his 20s, he was a drug addict and he went to rehab. And then after he got out of rehab, someone gave him a Dianetics book and he attributes his success in staying um, off of drugs to not to what he had just learned in rehab like five minutes before, but to reading the Dianetics book. And so he became a Scientologist and he attributes a lot of his success to that. <clears throat> I got distracted. Have you ever like had Shuey scratch his face and then he just stops, but he keeps his foot up there and he just is like, I'm too tired to keep scratching. And he yeah, it's so cute. It's so cute. Paw on his face. <laughs> yeah, Logan, he was just scratching. He's like, I think I'm done scratching. <laughs> Cutting awesome. onions. Oh yeah, I remember that. But yeah, I do too. You and Antibot should collaborate like all the time. Y'all make beautiful music together. 
Well, just so you know, we are actually going to film a video together tomorrow. We're going to be filming our review of this book, Ponzinomics, which I first have to finish, but didn't get to this morning because I had too many emails to answer. So Y'all are was... the Daft Punk of the anti-MLM community. Oh, that's true. We are. Oh, my God. So you're going to break up in 28 years? I mean, in 28 years, sure. What, what, how old will I be in 28 years? 56? My mortgage will be paid off? Worth I'll be it. in a good place, yeah. But think of all the beautiful music you can make together until then. Okay, you actually might make me cry. Like, I'm starting to get emotional now. I'm getting emotional again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being so callous because here's my uh, <laughs> weird confession. I think... I can't name, I know, I, I, like, I know I would recognize them if I heard it. And I know I can like name a song if I just remembered what the big, most popular songs are. But right now I thought my head, I can't name a single song by them. That's okay. I mean, my, like our music library <coughs> is like over half Daft Punk just because Tyler has found and downloaded every variation of every live recording ever. So wow, it's like, it's very, like sometimes I'll put on, uh, just put the entire multiple thousands of song library on shuffle and it'll still be like 10 versions of robot rock in a row. Okay. Robot. Ro I, you know what? I'm going to listen to them all. I'm going to educate myself today. This is, okay. this is what I'm going to, I'm going to add this to my list. So I, okay. I made, I made cat Benson proud of me. I made share proud of me. I made all Panda proud of me. Check. I'm going to listen to at least one Daft Punk album today. My, I mean, maybe this is basic bitch of me, but my favorite of their albums is Random Access Memories, which is the most recent one, because it's just like, I think it's probably, this isn't maybe, maybe extreme, but I think it is probably the most important album of the entire 2010s decade. Wow, that's not hyping it up at all right now. Yeah, I'm hyping okay. it up, yeah. Random Acts of Energy? No, random access memories. Random access. Okay, you know what? It's I don't like know. like it's like computer. Like I'm I, computer I don't know why I'm writing this down. I'm just gonna go to my library right now and yeah. download the album. And it'll be like the it'll be on my newest music. And I want you to listen to um, idea and abilities. Any okay. album. Idea and abilities. Yeah, idea spelled e y e d e a. Idea. He right, passed away in now. 2010, but he's like one of the greatest lyricists, in my opinion, of all time. Oh my God, everyone's so proud. Okay, I'll listen to them. I'm very excited. See, Dude, this is let's fun. Do this when, when we, we, we share let's, music with each other. We learn new music. It's fun. We'll assign each other lessons each day. You tell me one album to listen to, I'll tell you one album to listen to. I love it. Which album of uh, Idea and Abilities should I listen to? Let me. See, because there's one song in particular that I want you to listen to. I just want to make sure that you get it. I mean, I would probably just say Firstborn, because I think that's like the, by far the biggest one. Yeah, for, for Firstborn, and it is on it. Um, it's not like a great song. I, I think it's a great song. It's I, th I think you'll enjoy it. The song is called Big Shots. It's on okay. it. It's good. The album is Firstborn. All right, yeah, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm guys. We're gonna we're gonna maybe tomorrow we'll we'll come back and talk about all the new music we discovered. Dude, I'm so excited. Also, uh, everyone watching should listen to Graydon Square. I say that every stream because it's true. Well, it's true. His music is fantastic. That's what we. Ha that's what I have the second most of in our music library. First, it's Daft Punk. Then it's Graydon Square. In terms of what right, we have the most of in the music library. Dude, he's on such a crypto kick right now. You should talk to him. Like every time we talk now, <laughs> daily, he's telling me all his money he's investing in crypto. 
Oh, oh my god. Oh god I don't know thank how to you feel so about much, that. Sako. Jess uh, MUA says, asks, okay, so yeah, guys, uh, before we talk about Scientology, I'll address a couple of these comments. Um, last <clears throat> night, I hosted a debate on my channel, and I had a great time. I think having debates is really important, and I'm looking forward to hosting more. And apparently, there's a lot of comments on, on it now. I've read a few of them. I haven't gotten through all of them yet, and I still have to finish responding to comments from my previous Classically Abby video that I haven't finished. I'm just behind on replying to comments, so I need to take some time and read through all of them. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm sorry. Um, oh, Queen of Spade also did a video on Scientology. That's awesome. Oh, I'm adding that to my watch list right now. Actually, if you could share, if you share the link in the comments right now. Oh my God, Dark Painted Ruse. I love Strong Bad. I've been playing through Strong Bad's uh, video game over the past couple weeks. But yeah, the other thing I was talking, I've been talking to Gray because he really wants to do it. I like, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'll help pay for it. I want to get all of your music on vinyl so that the I cool want kids his music like Fabby on vinyl too. Buy it. Yes, that's what last night I just listened to Daft Punk on vinyl and drank bourbon after the debate. That's what I did, and as a result, I stayed up too late. Yeah, I tried editing because I'm really trying to edit this book right now, and I got through like half a chapter, and then I started watching the Clippers Wizards game. Because mm -hmm. the internet exists for me to yell about sports, and that's about it at this point in time. I would agree. I think that's why the internet exists. Yeah, like, sometimes I'd say it exists for cat videos. Because, I don't know, dog, like, here's the thing. I'm definitely a dog person. Mm -hmm. But I might Google cat videos more than dog videos. Cats are adorable, dude. I wish I could have a cat. I've never been able to. Everyone in my life is allergic to cats. Well, because cats are, like, dog videos sometimes just make me sad because it's like, oh, my God, this dog trusted you and you betrayed it. Where cat videos are like, oh, my God, you trusted this cat and it betrayed you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Aaron sent me this really adorable dog video yesterday that, of course, I watched on repeat a million times. Where it was like this person stacking rice cakes on this dog's head and they were like, when I finish this, do I get a treat? And I'm like, oh, God, I just want to give you a treat now. All right, y'all. So we are on the Scientology website. <laughs> take the most accurate and reliable personality test. We're going to take a Scientology personality test in honor of our boy, <laughs> Grant Cardone. Most of our lives, we've been taught to believe that personality is a genetic trait that cannot be changed. Have we? I've never heard that before. Literally, that's, I mean, if personality couldn't be changed, people wouldn't say, don't be a dick to me. I mean. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh. I don't think that's true from the beginning. Well, it says this is simply not true. Okay, I'm with you there. The fact is you can We're change We're already converted, person. we agree. <laughs> <laughs> we are Scientologists. <laughs> Find your problem areas and discover your level of happiness. Find how your personality determines your ability to handle relationships. Know your strengths and learn how to increase them so that you can achieve more out of life and reach, reach higher states of existence. Uh, my strength is strength. So I just lift weights. Y'all, I'm ready to ascend to a higher state of existence. Uh, okay, so my first name is Ivy. Oh, and well, that auto-filled real quick. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I didn't dox anyone with that. <laughs> Ivy Sealers, my email is physicscatadventures at gmail.com. I can see how that's Chewy's email now. Yeah. Oh, that was my uh, physics cat was my uh, Tumblr webcomic from 2014. 
13, 14. Dude, Mushroom Destroyer just has so many identity tags right now. I've le I learned so much about her every day, her and her boyfriend. Of the Ethereum miners who are crazy cat ladies and <clears throat> make things on Etsy. <laughs> like, I don't think it gets cooler than that. How old do we think Ivy is? It's 99. Oh, 99? How old's Kasha? I mean, she's past. How, but how, rest in peace. How old is Kasha? How, how, uh, 80 something? 80 something. Just, just write 80 something. <laughs> don't right. do a number. Just do like 80. Do I have to put something. my postal code? I'll put, uh, let me see. Oh, can I start my test without a postal code? No, they have to stalk you. Oh, you're right. It literally okay. says missing postal code. I'll, I'll post my real postal code. That's fine. Is it, is it safe to say that Scientology is going postal? It's going postal. Hello, Ivy, and welcome to the Oxford Capacity Analysis. Please read Oxford. Quick... Oxford Capacity? Oxford. Are, are, are they connected to Oxford, or did they just come up with that name to try and make it seem more official? <laughs> Guys, listen, I went to the Oxford Capacity Analysis personality test. Okay. I know what I'm talking about. It's Oxford. <coughs> sorry. I've got to read this. Sorry quick... for coughing. I, I, I always you can cough. cough after all runs. you need to cough. It's fine. Mushroom destroyer says I'm a dirty hippie an anime nerd, love psychology and neuroscience. I make amazing food, etc. That is a brilliant resume. I completely agree. I'm going to steal that. If I ever have to go back on a dating site, I'm just going to be like, I am these. All right. Quick and simple instructions. I need to make sure I understand and answer each question. I can't stay too long with each question, and I need to give my answer for how things are for me right now. Those were very quick and simple instructions. Thank you for being honest about that. And they're that. in blue, so like you can just—they yeah. really pop off the screen. Hello, Let's... Ivy. Oh, okay. Wait. Let's dive into this. The welcome is black. And the black is what comes after the answer. And the ivy is blue, which matches the colors of the answer. Or the colors of the questions. Oh, interesting. It's, is it's that already, like a subliminal thing? I have no idea, but I'm just noticing the pattern. All right. All right. Let's start the test. Does Ivy make thoughtless remarks or accusations, which she later regrets? No. She does, but she doesn't regret them. I was going to say she doesn't regret them. So I'm going to say no. <clears throat> She stands by everything she says. Oh, yeah. When others are getting fairly rattled, does she remain composed? No. Yes. No. Oh. Okay. okay. I should I should stop answering so quick. You know. No, just, doesn't it say answer quick and don't overthink? Yeah, exactly. So this one is, uh, does Ivy browse through railway timetables, directories, or dictionaries for pleasure? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she does. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> When asked to make a decision, would you be swayed by your like or dislike of the personality involved? Would Ivy? Hmm. Would I? No, Ivy is as perfect as they come. Ivy's perfect. She runs 15 MLM companies. Dude, we're going to make Ivy have like the highest score ever, and they're going to think that she's the return of. <laughs> I don't Zenu. think you can get it. Can you get like a high score on this? I think it's just to determine your personality. I don't, I don't think know. I, I a, thought a it was laser tag. Like, if you get like, it's your computer's going to vibrate. It's going to be like, high score, players, activate. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to film a video as Ivy this week, I think, because I'm doing a video about is Amway a cult? And I think Ivy is going to do the video instead of me so that she can do it as like a parody. 
do you intend two or less children in your family, though your health and income will permit more? Do you intend two or less children in your this family? This question sucks. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't even know how to read that. Do you get occasional twitches of your muscles when there is no logical reason for it? All the time. Oh, Ivy definitely. Or she's twitching nonstop. Ivy has a third leg all of a sudden that she can't understand. <laughs> Would Ivy prefer to be in a position where she does not have the responsibility of making decisions? Are we yes. going to get killed by Scientology for, for publicly doing this quiz? I don't know. I hope not. It's Oxford. Oxford wouldn't kill us. Oxford wouldn't kill us. It's like Oxford capacity analysis. It's, it's analyzing it's, our capacity. It's so legit. It's analyzing our intent for two children. Somehow. Exactly. I don't know how many. You know, this is actually making me think more into Ivy's backstory. If I want to develop her as a character on this channel, I really need to think about like how she feels about these things. So this is actually... This is actually a good writer exercise. I was going to say, everyone watching, if you're an author, writing prompt, <laughs> make your character take the Scientology <laughs> diet. Yeah, oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, as uh, Queen of Spades says, if uh, if me and RK suddenly go missing, Scientology did it. Okay? Uh, are, are your actions considered unpredictable by other people? Yes. Most people do not understand why Ivy would join 15 MLM companies and why she used a culturally insensitive essential oil blend to take human form in the And first how place. she's 35 when she was never 34, 33, 32, or 31. She just started to exist. She just ex she just started to exist. Yeah, she was never born. She doesn't really have a past. She was spawned. And she was spawned on a, in a <clears throat> career builder job application. Oh my God, Ivy is. LinkedIn comes to life. Yes. Do you, do you consider is. more money should be spent on social security? Um, no. No, I never thought about Ivy. Ivy's political beliefs. Do other people interest you very much? Yes. Yes. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. No, Ivy's voice, when I do her voice, she she's very, very varied. Um... Do you normally let the other person start the conversation? No. Ivy starts every conversation with, hey, girl, or hey, hun. <clears throat> and if the other person starts the conversation, then she can't get her hey, hun in there. And that's Wait, the problem. Does she say, hey, hun, like, for just the pleasantry of the greeting? Or does she say, hey, hun, to create a connection to the anti-MLM community? Ivy says, well, so Ivy is a boss babe. So everything Ivy does is to try to recruit people into her 15 MLMs. So pleasantries serve the so double she wants purpose. Them. Yeah, Ivy basically is like uh, every, she's like, she follows Eric Worre where he says every person is a prospect. She wants all the Huns. Exactly, exactly. She's Attila. Okay, sorry. Let's go. Uh, oh, wait. Okay, Sage says, I took the Scientology test in 2005. I'm still getting mail from them, despite having moved six times since then. Oh, that, that's fun. So well, they're going to they're gonna find both of us. Oh, man. Did you, did you give them your, like, physical address? Um, is Ivy readily interested in other people's conversations? No. Whenever I'm speaking to Ivy in a video skit, she's always <clears> cutting <throat> me off to bring it back to her MLM pitch. Oh, she, she sounds like a great salesman. Oh, yeah. 
Would the idea of inflicting pain on games, small animals, or fish prevent you from hunting or fishing? Ivy doesn't eat. Ivy doesn't eat. She also <laughs> doesn't hunt or fish. She's too busy being a boss babe. But I don't know if it's the idea of inflicting pain. I think Ivy enjoys inflicting pain. Eating is for poor people. So I'll say maybe. Is Ivy impulsive? Absolutely. Does she speak slowly? No. No. No, she's like Ben Shapiro. Ivy if says you, that facts don't care about your feelings. And you MLMs point, don't care about your feelings. If you point five X or she's drunk. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> you got a 10X. Are you usually concerned about the need to protect your health? No, she's perfect health all the time because she doesn't eat. She doesn't she, eat and she just, she just eats essential oils for every meal. And raw spinach. Why are so many questions about muscle twitching? <laughs> because if you... Dude, we are only like a tenth of the way through this test. This test is long as hell, dude. <sighs> Scientology is so boring. Oh my god. Does it okay, let's, this is why they said don't think. Let's just, let's just answer yes. She's impulsive. She's impulsive. <laughs> are we considerate? No. Is she... Should she give a Here, wait. Let's just do a pattern. Yes. No, no, yes, no. No, no, yes, no. Yes, no. No, no. Yes, no. No, no, yes, no. Yes, no. Maybe a couple babies. Maybe, 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 maybe. No, no, yes, no. Yes, no. No, no, yes, no. Yes, no. No, no, yes. Yes, no. Maybe, 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 maybe. We're not even halfway done. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Guys, this test is so long. Yes, maybe no. Oh, if no, someone actually took yes. this all the way through no, and read every yes, question, yes, I could see how they got no. converted. Well, maybe yes. Yes, maybe no. Let's see what these questions even are. Do you throw things away to discover you need them later? Uh, no. no exactly. No, no, later. yes, no. Wax enthusiast. Yep. Do you want to switch it up? Do you want to go yes, yes, no, yes? Yes, yes, no. No, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 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 No, no, yes. yes. Yes, yes, no, yes. yes. Maybe, 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 maybe. We're making a beat. I, I would love if this was a drum kit. <laughs> I would love it too. Like if so, if anyone out there does uh, mixes, take Scientology lo-fi, take this podcast episode. <laughs> Ivy throws people away if they won't join her MLMs. Accurate. Um, Yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, no. We broke Scientology. Maybe, 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 yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, maybe, 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 all right, congratulations, Ivy. Your results are being processed and will be ready in a minute. While you wait, schedule an in-person consultation on your test results completely free of charge at your nearest Church of Scientology. Here are the results, guys. <laughs> so this is what it Ivy so is. Official. Look at that Oxford capacity analysis. I don't understand even how to read this. I was not expecting to be it to be this accurate when I came. What? JR? They gave us their initials? Is that like who shot JR from Dallas? This is AR. Dude, is everyone... <laughs> Everyone's an initial. There's only three of them. Well, that looks totally legit. Okay, so here are the results. There's 10 traits in total. But which one is which? This is really hard to read. Yeah, what's the X axis? 
And what's the light gray and dark gray? I don't know. Guys, this test is ridiculous. How does this make any sense? Well, that's why you got to schedule a consultation so they can it just. Says, well, it says right here it's a factual scientific analysis. Well, I could have told you that. It's from Oxford capacity analysis. Facts don't care about my feelings. <laughs> so when I take a test about my feelings, it has to be factual. Find out. Yeah, exactly. Make it hard to read so you have to go in. That sounds about right. Yeah, but is this hard to read or just nonsensical? <laughs> okay so okay so the gray stuff this is what yeah eva eva knows how to read this chart apparently the gray acceptable under perfect conditions is the light gray attention desirable is the dark gray so we have no dark gray yeah i guess what are, what are each of these points what are each of these i don't know but they're negative so we clearly need scientology the letters are equivalent to various categories. So it, it mentions that these are the categories, but they don't mention which one goes with which letter. I don't know, Sam. Y'all, this thing is, is... Let's see what's recommended for me. Based on your personality analysis, we recommend you come to, to the Church of Scientology Los Angeles and ask about the Hubbard Dianetics Seminar. Oof. I'll bear it back. I mean, obviously the book they're going to recommend is <laughs> Dianetics. Here's a question. I don't know much about Dianetics. I'm going to try to learn about it now. Is Dianetics science fiction? Because I know L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction author. Is, is it a science fiction book that the Scientologists decided to make their Bible? Is that what this is? Containing discoveries heralded as greater than the wheel of fire, or the wheel or fire. Discoveries greater than the wheel and discoveries greater than fire. Dianetics has remained a bestseller for more than 60 years. And with over 22 million copies in print, generating a movement that spans over 100 nations, it's indisputably the most widely read and influential book ever written about the human mind. Sarah, that is a great point. Sarah says she would love to see me do a review of the book Dianetics. Guys, maybe I do have to review Dianetics. How long is it? It's 700 pages, dude. This book is long. I don't know if I'll be able to get... Let me see if I, if they have it on Audible. Maybe I'll listen to Dianetics on Audible, but that might also be a bad idea because if I listen to Dianetics on Audible, maybe it'll start to brainwash me. Let's find out. But guys, let's see if Audible has Dianetics right now. It does. There's also Dianetics original thesis. How is that different? Oh, it's shorter. Maybe I'll get that instead. <laughs> How long is the audiobook? 17 hours, dude. This audiobook is 17 hours long. That is so long. I don't know. I mean, like Amanda, yeah, girl, wash your brain. I, maybe we have to read Dianetics. Maybe we have to do a week where we live like a Scientology. I mean, we are living like Grant Cardone right now, but maybe we have to do full Scientology living through a week. Um, yeah, Dark Painted Ruse. L. Ron Hubbard, I'm pretty sure you're right about that. He has a quote about how the real way to make money is to create your own religion. 
Uh, all right. So let's see. I like that the audiobook is sold as a CD. That's fun. I mean, I'm glad it's on Audible, though. Maybe I'll listen to it there. I'm not going to pay $40 for the hardcover. Absolutely not. The modern science of mental health. Yeah, that kind of, I really hate that because it's like, this is not scientific. This is not backed by any kind of doctor. Um, he, uh, do, 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 oh, presenting his discovery of the reactive mind that underlies and enslaves man. It's the source of nightmares, unreasonable fears, upsets, and insecurity. And here is the way to get rid of it and achieve the long sought goal of clear. Guys, this is so culty. There is so much cult just in the way that this is written. Once you dabble in Scientology, they'll never leave you alone. Yeah, I think Ivy's email is about to get <laughs> go crazy Once you dabble in Scientology, with Scientology, yeah, which, Ivy's email whoa, why am I getting an echo? Wait, where's the echo from? I don't know. Maybe RK's mic did something. I muted him. Um, Hello. Hello. So, so, um, so yeah, I love how it's only $25. That's a total deal. Oh yeah. It's $25. Uh, but if you want to get the audiobook book, <laughs> it's in CD it, form. <laughs> yeah, it is on audible though. Oh, nice. Uh, how long is it? 700 pages. pages, dude. They, I looked it up on Audible. The audiobook on Audible is 17 hours long. I don't know if I can handle that. See, I can see how this cult has grown because if you'd give someone that entire exam or that entire personality test, which is long, then you give them another 704 pages of your brain or 17 hours of your brain, uh, by the end of it, you, you have no choice but to be converted. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I'm glad, I don't know, maybe Ivy is going to be stalked by Scientology forever, although she's still gotten no emails from them. Wait. So that's good. Can you scroll up for a second? Sure. I was curious about something. Anyway, I want to, we, well, <laughs> greater than the wheel or fire. It's greater than the wheel or fire. But not sliced bread. So we know not Scientology is not the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right. I bought some sliced bread the other day, and the sliced bread is fantastic. Scientology will never will it has never nothing compare. on sliced bread. It can keep the wheel. We got sliced bread. I love how it's like you want to get rid of the reactive mind and seek the goal of clear. I there wonder is, if it's on a lippy. I wonder. Yeah, maybe we need to read Dianetics. I don't know. I feel like we're we're putting so much crap into our minds at this point. I feel like we're like on uh, one of those. I feel like we're like a mukbang channel, and we're gonna end up really fat and unhealthy. Except instead of that, what we're doing is we're reading shitty books for people's amusement, and we're gonna end up with uh, incorrect information, and we're gonna end up knowing a lot of wrong things. Yeah, that sounds about. What, what was the um? What was the the documentary on like fast food that was really popular, uh, super size. We're going to, we're, we're like super size, but with, <laughs> yeah. Or like the man versus food show. Yeah. But with mentals. Yeah, uh, exactly. Food. We're like eating mental junk food. Our brains our are brains, gonna be so fat. We're going to have fat brains. My brain is morbidly obese. Yes. All this high fructose corn. 
Among the discoveries herein, I love the way this is written. The goal of man, the dynamic principle of existence, the one word that motivates all living things. I mean, Harley, you're not, you're probably not wrong since didn't he write science fiction before writing a religion? And I'm pretty sure if it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if these assholes through history were just really good at the first thing they were passionate about, they wouldn't have moved on to the asshole thing. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Cause he was a science fiction author. Yeah. And so at first I thought maybe Dianetics was actually a science fiction book that people just kind of took as their Bible. Like, dude, if Orson Scott card failed with Ender's game, Imagine the horrible shit he would have ended up doing. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> he would have been like, well, if I can't write science fiction, I'm going to start a cult. You might as well start a cult at this point. Might as well ruin everything. <laughs> I remember being so bummed when I found out that he was such an asshole because Ender's Game was one of the first books that like, I truly enjoyed reading. What is even going on? Oh, just the, uh, the comments on my debate stream from last night are wild. I'm going to have to check those at some point. Morbidly obese with Scientology bees. Oh, the language is hilarious. Watch Leah Remini series instead. Yeah, we could do that. I love Leah Remini uh, talking about Scientology. She's fantastic. I mean, well, Hubbard's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. So he's probably laughing from his, the planet that Xenu took him to. Absolutely, absolutely. Sage's senior superlative was most likely to start a cult. <laughs> I'd be that. offended too because it seems like you joined one. No, kidding, kidding. Love you. <laughs> he wanted to create a religion. He knew he wouldn't have to pay tax, could get power that way. So he wrote Dianetics, then lost the rights and got it back. Wow. I will say... He might deserve a movie. Like he sounds like a pretty fascinating life to read. Like I feel like his I Wikipedia bet there's probably is probably a movie about him out there, right? There's got to be. There's South Park episodes about him. Oh, absolutely. That's who I want to make his movie. I I, I want uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker to make the uh to to make the biopic for for Hubbard. Lindsay, I think I think Mormonism is getting your own planet. I think Scientology. You just go to Zenu. Yeah, I don't actually know what happens when you die in Scientology. I, I know that Mormonism, you get the planet because of Book of Mormon. Again, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I, I owe them so much for, for religious education. I love how Scarlet's like, I should be working, but instead I'm here in the Cardone Zone to do the Tony Robbins roar. Dude, we should watch some episodes of the Cardone Zone on the show to start 10xing everything. Dude, I 10x my spinach intake. No, I don't do that. I'm sorry, cat. Forgive me. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to write some poetry. Okay. Uh, while you write poetry, read it out loud uh, and take the comments. <clears throat> I'm going to go to the bathroom because I'm drinking too much water and coffee and staying too hydrated. I need some coffee too. When you get back, I'm going to make a cup of coffee. Okay. Guys, I will be right back. Let's talk. Okay. It's your favorite part of the show. It's when I take, a no, Logan, don't leave me. Logan. Stay. Hey, no. Oh shit. I scared my dog. So, um, Logan's now happily running away to the bedroom. Uh, but I made Cat happy. So let's let's talk, guys. Let's talk about what's going on in our lives. I discovered that if I want to apply hand lotion proper, so my hands have been getting really, really dry lately. Not lately. I'd say 
over the past year because I've just been aggressively washing them constantly. And I have my lotion everywhere I go now. And I'm embarrassed that it took me so long to realize that I got to wash my hands before. Like, I can't wait till they get dry and then apply lotion to dry skin. I got to wash my hands and wash where I want to apply the lotion first and then apply it while it's still wet so it maintains the moisture. I feel like such a fool. It took me so long to know that. But now I'm going to apply some lotion because I just washed my hands and I'm talking about it. And I'm going to feel really smooth and soft, which is nice. I've been 10xing my hand washing. My hand washing has been phenomenal over the past year, but my dry skin has not. I will say the whole drinking water thing, I know that we were talking about that over the past streams of how much is the proper intake to have for water. Um, since I've been drinking a lot more water, I have noticed personally, I think my skin has been clearing up a little more, uh, especially on my face. Uh, I, I think some of my uh, my laugh lines have uh, have softened as well. So I, this is all anecdotal. I have no physical evidence to go with it, but I can say personally, since I've been downing at least two of these a day, I've been noticing differences in my face, on my skin. Um, but hands, hands always so dry. Uh, and then I went for a run today. That was my workout. I'm doing a lot of cardio for my day for my daily workouts, but today was my first time running in over a month and shit. I forgot how difficult that is. I had to do nine. I started off two minutes on one minute off, but by the end of it, I had to go fall back to 90 seconds on one minute off. Cause it was tough. It was a beautiful run. It was a beautiful morning. There weren't many people out. I went to my favorite bridge in city park, uh, right by cafe Dumont, which is just beautiful. Uh, running under the, the the cover of the oak trees is always quite a sight. Uh, the, the moss over there is it, it's a really beautiful sight as well. It's impossible not to be in a good mood when you're running under that coverage. Uh, everyone watching this, if you if you've never visited New Orleans, it got it has to be number one on your travel list. I, there, there's no better city in the world. Just just saying. Let's go through these comments. You silly boy, I am silly. I know. Uh, I can make you a bomb. I'm happy that I saw the spelling because if you said it out loud, like how people who are listening to this only in audio, you'd think that I said something bad, but it was bomb, like B-A-L-M. Bring a thermos to the desk. As an Italian, I'm all for Scarlet Parish. I have been 10X washing my hands. Sage, that movie gets me every time. I made one with beeswax, lanolin, shea butter, bit E, which I know is vitamin E, but it's more fun to say bit, oil, Benzoin, lavender, and geranium? 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 I don't know. I like lavender. You want me with lavender? Lavender is one of my favorite smells. What I never knew that whenever I put lotion on wet hands, it feels like it doesn't absorb. So it's, I don't think it's supposed to be like soaked. It's supposed to be damp. Like I, I now air dry my hands and then I add moisture and then I add lotion on. Uh, proper hydration will do that. Thank you. Where, where I was at, water's the best moisturizer. Make, makes sense if you're moisturizing yourself from the inside. Yeah, thank you, Scarlett. Even if you think you're drinking enough water, drink more. See, I that's what I've been told by the gurus, and then I've been told other things by not gurus. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's enough water anymore. I'm just going to drink water all the time, constantly. I'm just going to hook up an IV to myself, and I'm just going to walk around with that all day. That lotion sounds amazing. Yeah, it does, Sherry. You're fantastic. It's gorgeous. It is, Sako. Cafe Dumont, I'm jealous. Yeah, so I live close to the one in City Park, which used to be Morning Call. And before that, like, it was originally it was originally built to be a casino, actually. Um, and then Morning Call took it over. And now it's a, it's a second location for Cafe Dumont. 
but the original one is in the French Quarter, and that one's always crowded. So whenever I have friends that visit New Orleans, which I haven't had in some time, I usually take them to, unless they want to see the original one, which I get they want to see. But if they want to like sit down and eat a beignet, I take them to the city park one because it's less crowded. Cher uses essential oils. My bomb is the bomb. That's a fantastic tagline. I love that. <laughs> I've heard nothing but great things about Nola. Oh, I can tell you some shitty things about Nola too. It's just, I love it. And I think it's the greatest city in the world. Um, I love New I gotta visit at some point. I've never been there yet. I've been oh. wanting to go forever. And then a pandemic happened. Yeah, you gotta visit. You absolutely have to visit. I'll create I'll create an entire itinerary for you to follow. I love New Orleans, the music, the architecture, the culture, one of my favorite cities. You know what? I like mermaids and Reckless Mermaid. I like you. Yeah, see, Cher, I know you, you typed out geranium and you said it before too, but you you typing it out isn't actually telling me how it's pronounced. It's just spelling it again. I'm assuming it's geranium though. Uh, Cher, do you have a shop? I have a beeswax badger bomb. That's a lot of bees. I dig the alliteration with lavender and another bee, bergamot, bergamot. I grew up on Bomb Street. Yeah, you're cool. I get it, you're cool. Uh, apparently you can drown by drinking too much water. I'm not there yet. Are we allowed to fucking swear in the chat? Maybe. Of course you are. As long as you're not drinking like 6L in an hour, you're probably fine. I don't do L. I drink 6LMNO. Beautiful. Never drink water. Fucking fish fucking it. There we go. I have a little how-to channel. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. Nice, RK. It's home of the con. I love it. Okay, but I'm going to need you to take me for beignets when the pan... Yeah, done. No problem at all. And I'm going to need you to take me for marijuana in Cape Town when I visit South Africa. Going to have to go real soon. Dental appointment. You take care of those teeth. I follow anti-MLM and cult stuff. Aaron's in the video. Y'all can say hi to her. Nope, she's out of the video. I want to go to Desiree Street because of Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, Tennessee Williams. Yeah, actually, if you want to do that, we have a Tennessee Williams Festival. Uh, Ooh, so you should, awesome. you should just come for the Tennessee Williams Festival, Queen of Spade. Uh, ironically, it's MLM, but Avon used to have glycerin and rosewater hand cream. That was the best, and it's R, so it's like Reddit the best. Not not actually, I'm just I'm saying it. I don't know if they still make it, though. And we're caught up. Yay! So I found a video about Grant Cardone homeschooling his kids. So... Now we can find out if he actually pays attention to his children or not. This one is called Homeschooling Made Fun. I thought we could watch some small videos from the Cardone Zone. We're working on a video right now. Sabrina wants to know why she's got to do all this stuff. So we're going, I'm, I'm helping her as Papa. Um, we homeschool Sabrina. I love that while he's homeschooling, he has to wear a 10X sweatshirt. Well, how are his kids going to learn if they're not 10Xing their education? Kids have to 10X their education. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in his book, The 10X Rule, he does talk about how he spends only an hour a day with his kids. But to be fair, that book was written pre-pandemic and this video came out like a week ago. So... Seems like it's a it's a little bit different now. He probably spends more time with them. Although I'm not sure Grant Cardone observes social distancing rules. Just because I saw a video of him once ranting about how the world should just open back up. So this video came out seven days ago. And 
two nights ago when I was watching sports on TV as one does when they can't sleep, the, the TV flickered and immediately my mind went to, oh my God, the girl from the ring is going to climb through. Okay, let's dive in. Oh no. <laughs> and Scarlett. And so right now we're working on social studies. McMillian McGraw Hill, our world. Oh God, I hope he struggles to read it. I'm sorry, that's mean. But I hope he struggles to read it. Sixth grade. So I'm trying to. Wait, did, what did he say? What year are we in? Yeah, so he had to ask his daughter what year in school she's oh. in. Okay, so right here, he's talking to his daughter. They're doing a social studies book, and he's like, What year in school are you? And she's like, Sixth grade. Yeah, his daughter's name is Scarlett, just like you. Yep. So he, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So Grant Cardone just asked his daughter how old she was. And it's kind of like the time he asked his wife what her name was in the middle of an interview. I think Grant Cardone forgets that there are other people in the world other than him. Like Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Sixth grade. So Scarlet. Scar with her. So I'm going to see what I can do to make it fun. You don't want to do this, right? No, Start acting negative very, the way you were okay, earlier. I will. Tell me why. I've done this. I've done it? Time. You don't want to do it anymore? No. You don't know why we're doing it? No. So look, we're doing all kind of cool stuff, though. Watch. I'm going to show you how to make it really fun. Watch this. Number question number 15. Why might the Han, Han, Han or Han? Han? Han. How do you know this? I know everything. Okay. <laughs> this kid is actually very cute. She's cute. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's because, I mean, it's not her fault that Grant Cardone's her dad. <laughs> His kid's pretty adorable, but he's. <laughs> Lasting influence in the Chinese culture. Well, they made 6,000 words. They made advances in um, medicine. The first Chinese. Not, not three to 9,000 characters. Yes. In, in AD 100, scholars wrote the first what? Chinese dictionary. They invented paper. They invented paper? One of the most remarkable inventions. Honestly, Greg Cardone is not that bad at this. This is kind of fun. Oh, I have nothing else to say to it. Like, it's, 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 it's he's funny Dude, interacting with his kids. He should do it more industry. often. That's where you're going to get your beautiful Chanel clothes. You just love it when he's human. <laughs> silk is very beautiful, light and strong fabric. Chinese silk was traded as far as Europe. The Han, Han also invented the wheelbarrow. Do you know what a wheelbarrow is? I don't think you did. I know what a wheelbarrow is. My daddy made me fill wheelbarrows. And they produced beautiful vases in fine china. One of the most remarkable Han inventions was? The seismograph. The seismograph, whackerhead. <laughs> That's cute. I'm sorry, guys. This is cute. I can't snark on this. He, this is cute. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. When Grant actually spends time with his kids, it's 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 pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree with you. That was enjoyable. His daughter was absolutely adorable. Yeah, um, I can't, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on something if it's not worth it. Like, well, all he was doing was he having was... a good time with his daughter. Maybe he should spend more than an hour with her. <laughs> yeah, Grant, spend more time with your kids. You're you're not bad at it. Um. Anyway, we got our meeting in six minutes. 
We do in six minutes, y'all. We are having our first 9.06 a.m. meeting. Um, we put uh, share. I emailed you the link to join us so that we can do some essential oil stuff. I know nothing about essential oils. I'm actually pretty scared of them uh, because of all the Young Living stuff. And I know that you disagree, like you hate Young Living too. So I'm trusting you. I think you probably know how to do things right. Um, and also I'm just afraid of them because of my dog. I just don't want Chewy's sensitive little nose to breathe in something that's going to irritate him. So I guess that's something to keep in mind. Uh, so do you yeah. think based on that last video, do you think these self-help gurus truly believe in what they're selling? Or do you think they completely turn off their personality with the camera? That's a good question. Cause like when I watched Grant Cardone with his kid right there, he was not that obnoxious. He was just acting like a dad that like, uh, but when I watch him in every other video, he is obnoxious. So I'm like, is he putting this on? Well, being on high energy with kids is good. I mean, they're going to retain yeah. more from, like hearing wheelbarrow like that. It's, they're going to retain it more. Yeah. Like that's fun, dude. The seismograph, you dork. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Grant Cardone, you're cute with your kids. I'll, I'll give him that, even if he's a nut with everything else, with the Scientology and the MLMs and the, uh, the 10X rule and the driving faster than everybody <laughs> and the stalking women. Even if I can't condone most of his actions, that video was cute. <laughs> so I'm going to get coffee in the four minutes we have. All right, go get your coffee, guys. Pretty soon we're going to do our first 9.06 a.m. meeting. To prepare for the 9.06 a.m. meeting, I am going to read more about Grant Cardone in this book uh, called Rise and Grind. Uh, so in the Grant Cardone chapter, yesterday we read a little bit about his 9.06 a.m. meeting. All right. Okay, so here we go. Talks about the 9.06 a.m. morning meeting. Grant puts a whole lot of thought into that 9.06 morning meeting, which it says he puts a whole lot of thought into it. But then if we read the rest of this chapter, it seems like he doesn't actually put a lot of thought. You guys can let me know in the chat what you think. So it says he puts a lot of thought into these morning meetings. But then it says he gathers everyone in his company, an industry leader in sales training products from top to bottom, his finance people, his internet staff, the folks in shipping, everyone from C-suite executives to hourly employees is expected to be there at 9.06 sharp. The focus of the meeting is success. And the only items on the agenda are the winning moments the members of his team think to share, whether or not they are strictly business related. So he says he puts a lot of thought into the meeting, but then every meeting just has the same topic, which is the vague concept of success. You know, I mean, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but that does not sound like he put a lot of thought into that meeting. He's like, if there's someone we've helped to lose 15 pounds, we'll talk about that. If there's some company that earned an extra $15 million because of something we did for them, we'll talk about that. And it's not like one success story is more valuable than another. So he thinks morning meetings are an important part of his day, and he considers them the one thing he's put in place that really defines his corporate culture. He looks forward to it as he heads into the office and looks back on it all day long as a real highlight. So the morning meeting at 9.06 is very important to Grant, even though the theme of every meeting is success. And yeah, I just, I love this. Grant puts a whole lot of thought into these 9.06 morning meetings. 
Then uh, it's a couple sentences later, the focus of the meeting is success and the only items on the agenda are winning moments. Sounds like you put so much thought. So much thought. Um, so Cher, I sent you the link. I don't see you in here. Did you click to join the broadcast? And if you click on the link, you have to then click to join the broadcast. Let me know if you click to join it because we are almost at 9.06 and we must start the meeting at 9.06 sharp. Yeah, we have to because it was such a deliberate time. It's a deliberate choice to start it at 9.06 sharp. Um, ba -ba -da -ba. Just randomly thinking about A. Arnold. Oh, there's there's Cher. Yes. Okay. Okay. She is joining in right now. We have one minute. Oh, I see her. Okay. She's going to join in. We've got one minute until 9.06 and then our meeting will begin. So uh, I'm ready for this morning meeting. I've got coffee in my Boss Bay mug. RK has coffee. We're all ready to do our morning meeting. One minute, and then we'll start at 9.06 sharp. Can't start at 9.05. That's not deliberate. Starting at 9.06 is deliberate. Eh, shit. I love Katie's comment. I hadn't thought about time zones. No one tell Grant about Australia. They're always ahead of him. That's right. Australia Australia is up before the sun is up where he is. Australia is winning against him by many hours. Maybe Grant should move to Australia for that reason. All right, y'all. It's 9.06. Bringing in Cher. Hello, Cher. Hi, Cher. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um... So yes, let's first address MLMs because I hate the fucking reputation. Excuse me, excuse me. No, I hate the reputation. You're welcome to swear on the stream. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate the reputation they give to just like a fun craft. Now, yep. Spices could be dangerous. Spices could be good for you. Blueberries are good for you. People say blueberries. Here, I'll do an analogy that's better than Scott. Okay. Blueberries are good for you. Do, do we agree or disagree? Blueberry, eating blueberries is fine. Probably, as long as you're not allergic to them. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Now, let's say an MLM freeze-dried some blueberries and sold them to you for like $30 for 30 blueberries. And that was your impression of blueberries. Yeah, then you think blueberries suck, especially if the MLM also told you to eat only blueberries and not seek cancer treatment. Yeah, or to stick them up your butt or something. You yeah, exactly, or to stick them up your butt. <laughs> exactly. No, I get what you're saying. I know essential oils can be a good thing, especially for aromatherapy and things like that. So, so I'm definitely open to learning skin, about them. Good for hair, good for scalp. I'm 55. I'm not wearing makeup. I make all my own products. Um, a very little gray in my hair. I don't color my hair. I wear sweats all the time, but I like to be clean. I like to smell good. I like my home to be clean. That's where yeah, we're different. I clean yeah. for like, I yeah, clean for like, like minutes <laughs> I clean while I'm like doing other stuff. I'm waiting, yeah. you know, and then I'll like, I'm waiting for stuff to like be done in the oven and I'm so hungry. It's like a vacuum for 10 minutes. I'll Swiffer. So, um, yeah, I'm a multitasker like that. But now let's talk about dogs because your concern is real. It's, yes. it's a more yes. real concern with cats because 
cats' livers are um, can have toxicities to essential yeah. oils. Yeah. Now, there's a very good article on plant therapy website about dogs and aromatherapy and which essential oils are toxic to dogs. Okay. So that's a good oh thing to read if you ever wanted to get into essential oils. But what we could do is we could do something like in a like make I can make a blend that you might want to put in a liquid soap and wash with so you get a like either awakening shower experience okay. or relaxing or maybe like something you want to put into a lotion or a fixed oil and do a massage we could make a little perfume that you could use like just for special evenings out Okay. Um, okay. I, I mean, if we wanted with RK, RK could get it something for himself, but he could tell me about Erin and we can make her a perfume. So that's an idea. So there's lots of ideas. Now, first, you've got to think, do you, you know, think about what you want. Do you want an awakening experience, a relaxing, a romantic experience? Do you want something that's gonna be good for your skin so or your hair that you could put into a, an unscented shampoo or soap? It's very easy, because I do all the work. It's sort of like when you have that iced tea mix and you just mix it up in water. Mm -hmm. That That's mm -hmm. gonna be, it's gonna pretty much be mix it in oil or lotion. And I'll tell you how the percentage, because we'll count the drops. So we'll know how many drops are in it so that I can tell you how much fixed oil or shampoo or whatever. Okay, so that's okay. a good yes. question. My, the, oh, sorry, I think there's some echo. So I'm just, I'm gonna mute you and I'll unmute you in a second. So I, uh, I would say in terms of oils, the things that are most important to me are one, whatever smell is in it is not going to irritate Chewy's nose at all. Even if I'm just putting it on myself, I don't want, even I want to be able to hug him and not irritate his nose. That's the most important concern to me. Second most important concern is that I have eczema. It's not as bad as it used to be, but I just get really worried about putting things on my skin that could irritate anything. And then the third thing is in terms of if like the types of moods you talked about, definitely awakening because I am always tired and need to awaken. I don't know. RK, what are your thoughts? For, for you or for just for like- you, For you, for what oils do you want? I just like anything citrusy. I mean, okay. I, lo I love eating citrus. I love smelling citrus. I love smelling the kumquats growing in the spread. Like I just, I just love citrus. And he has a dog too. So you'll want to be, uh, keep that in mind too. So Cheryl- My dog likes citrus. Gonna okay. Um, yeah, I mean, number one, we're not going to be using huge amounts. So- okay. I mean, everything is relative. Like you could kill yourself by eating a whole nutmeg. That's so true. So if you are like, nutmeg's dangerous. Yes, it can be, but it, it's a lot of common sense. Just like in cooking, cooking could be very dangerous if you have zero common sense. So it's all about really common sense when you're doing things. Okay. So, um, Savvy, why don't we do something for you that's more in the shower? Okay. Um, so that way it's something you're gonna smell in the shower and wash off. Cause a, a lot of the awakening scents um, are very strong. Um, 
And um, I also want to be careful about your eczema. So what we'll do is we'll um, dilute it even more. I would suggest you get like an unscented Castile soap. Uh, my favorite brand is Vermont Soap Organic because they're a very, very ethical company. Uh, they treat their workers very well. They go to Africa and they teach people how to make shea butter and then they buy it back from them. They're, they're conscious capitalists. So um, I just wanted to like say that. But why don't we get to the scent so we don't take up more than our meeting time. So something to wake you up, um, but something, now a lot of the wake up scents can be a bit harsh on skin. So we're not gonna use too many of them, like peppermint's really good for waking up, eucalyptus, but we don't want that to be the primary scent. So we're gonna count our drops. So um, maybe if you like an ounce bottle of Castile soap, we could we could use. One thing I like to wake up is lime essential oil. This is also good. Um, any citrus is sort of good for like um, like grease or. Um, I use a lot of citrus in cleaning because they're good grease cutters, but in skincare, if you use a little bit, they're good for oily skin, acne, that kind of thing. And they're very happy. They're very happy scents. So I like to mix lime sometimes with a little bit of eucalyptus, not too much. And Michael, then real quick, is eucalyptus? I know eucalyptus. I know eucalyptus is really toxic to cats. Is eucalyptus okay around dogs? Uh, um, I look that one to be honest. I think it's okay, but um, you know, we could put this one back. But the thing is, that's why we're doing a shower thing because it would be pretty much washed off your body, and it would be minimal. So that's why we're doing a shower one specific dog. So um, even if like we accidentally got one in there, but I don't think eucalyptus is like, cause I, I looked at that briefly and I was like, just to say, just to see if I've ever used the dog owners and it's like, oh, I haven't. Cause they're kind of like, yeah, they're not ones that I'd use like that, like in cleaning or anything. Cause I, I specifically looked at things like the cleaning ones because people have dogs, but I can't recall right now, but we could look that up later. But since it's in a shower thing, you're gonna wash it off. You, you okay, yeah, skeptical. I just don't want him to later, yeah, I just don't want him to later smell it in the shower. You know, I, I'm very, I'm a very paranoid pet. Yeah. Parent. Okay, I mean, it's gonna be like very minimal amount. Okay. I mean, we quickly, we, I mean, like I, I have used eucalyptus, like I believe in dog shampoos before and oh, okay. the dogs have been fun. So like I have made right. dog shampoos. And, yeah. And so I, I specifically looked up like those things. Cause it's like, sometimes you don't know something and then you learn it later. 
Right. Yeah. So I would probably, I I'll, I might look up, look it up to just research more into it yeah. before I do anything with it, just because I always want to be safe with him. No, yeah. I'll do it. I will do it, and I'll send you an email afterwards just to make okay, sure. Okay, that sounds great. Um, Thank you. Okay. Wonderful. So then, um, since you're skin sensitive, I don't want to have too many of the harsh ones. So mm -hmm. sweet orange is really nice. And it will blend nicely with the makeup line. It sort of it can be relaxing, but it can be stimulating too. Um, and I don't want to get too crazy with the little vials. So what we'll do is, plus we're like limited on time, so let's make a couple of simple blends. So for this one, I'm going to use mostly the sweet orange, um, okay. just because it's the safest one in the the best one for skin and we're also gonna um dilute it a little bit more than i normally would for someone to have eczema if we're making something specifically for eczema i'd use totally different oils um you know maybe the lavender carrot uh, since we're doing it for wake up it, it, it's a totally different thing but we want it to be safe for your skin too. So, okay. So we have the sweet orange. So let's just count the drops. One, two, three, four, five, six. So 10 drops sweet orange. So this is gonna be most of the blend because this is the safest one and just because you're not here and we can't smell things i want it to be more simple so i'm only gonna add eucalyptus so it'll have somewhat of a a buzz but not that much so now we'll just fill the with the um so we've got 11 drops so then let's count the lime one two three four five so we got five drops of lime so this is 16 drops and i'm just gonna shake it up and smell it so this should primarily have a very orangey smell i think you're, you're i was gonna say i can't your hear mic it. cut out we can't hear you right now i think your mic cut out i don't know if it died or something but she's definitely describing my fridge right now with orange and lemon scents. Yeah, yeah. A body wash is way safer than lotion. Think about peppers. We can eat them, but they aren't going to feel good if we rub them on our genitalia. Accurate. I mean, depends on what you're into. Uh, Cher, I don't know. Can you hear us? We cannot hear you right now. Uh, something happened with your mic, I think. We cannot hear you. I don't think she can hear us either. And I oh, feel bad because okay. she, she's definitely on a roll. Right, she's telling us so many important things, but I can't hear her. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, she's asking what happened. Maybe she's asking what happened. I don't know. I don't know. Who here uh, can read lips? Tell yeah. us, someone in the chat. Tell us what we're missing. Well, y'all, while we can't hear anything, I want to promote her YouTube channel real quick. Sherry is a really cool person, um, and she has a YouTube channel where she talks about all of this stuff in depth. So I'm linking it in the chat right now. Check out her YouTube channel called Making Sense. Making Sense. It's right here. So check Ooh, that's that a out. Clever name. It's a clever, a name. clever name. I'm I don't know what happened to your mic. Let's see. Um I don't know, but I'm off to subscribe oh, to it Making Sense like, right now. 
Cher, it sounds like your it looks like your mic disconnected. That's what the that's what it's telling us. Okay, come on. Where where are you making sense? So just so everyone knows, visit her YouTube channel, Making Sense, and she will go more into all of these things there. She talks about all of these topics and has a whole bunch of videos. She's back. You're She's back. back. You're back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened I'm there. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know what happened. Oh, so we were talking. I wanted you to be safe around Chewy. So we're talking yeah. about what's in yeah. the blend. Where okay. I, I was making the point, like, it's mostly citrus, right? So if you feel safe eating an orange around Chewy and peeling the skin, it's going to get be less scent than that around Chewy. Okay, good. And that's good all that is, is essential oils. So, um, you know, I, I sort of went really careful on this just because, you know, you're not here. You can't smell stuff. And I know you're very skeptical. So this mm. is why we went really simple with the mostly citrus blend and just a little eucalyptus. Now, you might get in and go, oh, I wish that eucalyptus was pumped up more. But this is 16 drops. So normally I'd say like two ounces of soap. But why don't you do four ounces of soap just to be safe? You know what I mean? Okay. Just so extra dilute it for your skin. Okay. So, okay. you know, just because, I mean, there's, you know, just, I mean, because we don't have that much time for me to give you, like, all the, the guidelines online. So I'm just, like, saying what you know i'm giving you the child measurement savvy yeah you know yeah. You what yeah. i used to tell a child to do Wonderful. um Wonderful. okay rk what do you think you might want uh what do i want i want money and hmm. fresh bread i want a fresh bread scent Fresh bread, that is not really something I could recreate. I could create a, a kind of cookie kind of scent. Do you have, do, do you have like a uh, cannabis? I do, but not the essential oil. Fantastic. So just roll that up, smoke no, it, no, no. And, well, and diffuse no, it across my apartment. Now, now, here's, now, here's an interesting fact about cannabis and essential oils. These two sciences are pretty similar. It's all about the chemicals within the terpenes, things like um, linalool, which will make you more relaxed, and, and myrcene, which might be in an indigo, whereas a pinene might be in a sativa because that's going to wake you up more. So... The, uh, here's a great book for people who want to learn. In England, they take this, this stuff seriously. They get PhDs. This is called the Encyclopedia of Essential Oil by a very knowledgeable woman named Julia Lawless. And it tells you the primary chemicals. It tells you, like, all right, so here, I just pulled up great for you. So give me a, a basic description. It'll give me other species folklore actions. So the actions, you know, a lot of these things, citruses are sent. So it's an antiseptic. So if you put it in like an antiseptic treatment, 
uh, anti-toxic, astringent, all of that. That tells you the extraction methods. Yeah, so this is a grapefruit I'm, I'm looking up. It tells you the extraction. This It, it could be pulled, pressed. It could be steamed just different grades of oil. Characteristics, it'll tell you what it should look like, what it should smell like. Safety data, so grapefruit's non-toxic, non-irritant, non-sensitizing, non-photo. I'm surprised it's non-phototoxic. It has a short shelf life. All citruses do. They're the most volatile oil. So I'm like, it's less forever. Yeah, that tells you the aromatherapy uses. So in skincare, acne, oily skin, and mouth circulation, immune system, nervous system. So this will break down simply. Uh, I believe this is free in a PFD online somewhere. And I mean, frankly, I got this on eBay for like six bucks. So you could find a, a book cheap if you want one. Um, I'm, I'm very frugal. That's why, because I make all my own products. I don't want to spend money on stuff. I make Which all my own us, home care products. Yeah. That, that so. brings us back to the whole anti-MLM thing of a lot of what these companies are trying to sell. You're better off learning how to just make them yourself. You save money. You become an expert in the craft. Savvy had a fantastic interview on her original podcast with um, a CBD company that started selling CBD oils and CBD-based products and had to actively compete with CBD MLMs. Yeah, I mean, Savvy, if you want, I can share my inventory sheet, what I pay ounce for ounce for every oil. And of course, the more you buy, the less it's going to be. So I pay like next to nothing for eucalyptus because I always put it in my laundry detergent and clean with it. Um, but then even the ones I buy one ounce at a time, like lemon or grapefruit, because those are volatile. I want to use them quickly, right? Even those I'll pay like four bucks an ounce for, which are like 30 bucks for half an ounce. It, it's, I'm, I mean, when you know the prices, it's crazy. And now, this is my backstory. My dad's a registered pharmacist. My dad worked Gillette. My dad retired as the second highest purchasing person in Gillette. My dad would point to products on the shelf and go, what do you think of this? Oh, that looks cool. And would see the ads and all that. And he'd go, bottle costs this much. Inside the bottle costs three cents. And I'd be like, what do you mean? And about active ingredients. And I'd be like, well, why don't people just buy the active ingredients and make their own stuff? And he's like, people don't think like that. And it's like, People want to be fucking marketed to. I don't think that way. I don't really try and hustle and make a lot of money. I do this because I wanna. And I have the privilege of doing what I wanna do because I don't waste my money on unimportant things. I have great shelter. I have food. I have pleasures in my life beyond my wildest dreams. And I I do it all on like a thousand months. So there you go. <laughs> that is That's fantastic. just my point of view where I'm coming from. Um, so I, I, I mean, we just, I need to, 
have, sorry, we've been having a couple well, issues with the audio, so we might have to wrap up this part of the meeting, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun learning about this from you, but we're having, like, it's causing some audio issues, okay. and I'm sorry about that. I think, I think for tomorrow's, for tomorrow's, uh, <laughs> tomorrow's meeting time whoever wants to come on the channel um make sure you have headphones and if you don't have headphones i'll have to we'll have to put someone else on i'm sorry just because i think the last i think it's the audio's a thing um but we're gonna have to wrap it up unfortunately but um share thank you so much for coming on and for educating us about this and for um, sharing your story with us. I really appreciate that you wanted to be here. Guys, don't forget, please check out her channel. I have it up on the screen right now. Subscribe to her, learn about essential oils and how to use them safely. Do not buy them from MLMs. Um, but thank you so much for being on here today with us. You're welcome. And if RK wants to send, just email me and we could do it by email because I Would feel bad. That. Okay, feel bad. yeah, we'll just email later. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks for being here. Bye. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, sorry about any audio issues there. I'm glad, Cher, I'm glad you were able to be on the stream today. Um, let's see. I loved the fact, like, as we were talking about there, of if, you, like, the fact that is MLMs, while the business structure itself is incredibly flawed and predatory. And thank you so much for joining us today, Cher. Cher, uh, I'm glad, Cher, I'm glad you had fun. I was worried that the audio issues were going to ruin the fun you were having. And I didn't want that to happen because I want anyone who comes on the show to have a good time. But I, I really appreciate that you were here. Yeah, sorry, RK, what were you saying about MLM? All I was gonna say is the, the fact remains that part of their existence is that there is a demand for products in that market. Like yeah. essential oils, skincare products, fitness, uh, just about everything they're trying to sell. There is room. And one of the biggest flaws, or maybe I should say fallacies, that an individual has is they think it's a better investment to buy uh, what they deem reputable brand, which we all know is bullshit, uh, to get a starter kit that they can start selling and can't adjust the price instead of doing the research to find a wholesaler who they can buy the ingredients from cheaper, become experts in that field, develop the skills and sell their own products and adjust the price to the varying markets to not have to deal with competitors or to deal with competitors that you can then undercut, um, find new territories and essentially grow your business from the ground up instead of having to build a downline. You can make exactly. it all about the product. That's what I've said in the past for people who want to join MLMs because they like selling certain products and they're really passionate about, let's say you're really passionate about selling essential oils like Cher is, do what she does instead. Don't join Young Living, first of all, because that company is shady as hell. But second of all, you know, get the products yourself, source it yourself, make it like you're going to have to do just as much work in the MLM to sell to people and to recruit people and all of that. You might as well use that time selling something yourself that you get to keep all the profits from. So that's You're always what I suggest to people. Exactly. People should do it on their own. That's absolutely. You're going to have to reach out to people and sell to them. You're going to have to grow an internet uh, presence, most likely. Uh, but the difference is you're going to keep everything that you sell. <laughs> and exactly. as I said before, the, the knowledge you're going to learn along the way to be an expert. I keep going back to that interview you did with the CBD woman. I'm totally blanking on Monica? her name right now. Monica. Where it's fantastic. She's, she's an anti-MLMer as well. Her, she has an anti-MLM channel. And she, her expertise 
in CBD blows the uh, CBD MLMs out of the water. She talks about how when she go, when she used to go to the festivals, the people who were selling CBD oils at these uh, like through the MLM companies, MLM, yeah, they didn't know the products they were selling. They didn't, yeah. And it's like, yeah, because that's the thing with the MLMs have no barrier to entry. It's like you just want to recruit everyone so people can join without having to first go through any kind of thing to understand the knowledge of it and all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone subscribe to Monica Hayworth. Her channel is fantastic. She's absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I, I love that. And I think that maybe though, it's not even a good thing about MLMs per se, but it's like, maybe the best thing you could say about MLMs is if, if a rep reaches out to you because they see that you're interested in the things they're selling, maybe they'll inspire you to start your own at home business. And just always ask the opportunity cost. What's a $2,500 starter kit going to get me versus what's $2,500 investing in my own business going to get me? Yeah, I like what Queen of Spades said here. People like Cher and Monica know more than the darn MLMs do. They do. Yeah. So that's why you find someone who's specialized in that specific area. Uh, and I, I had, a, sure, I had a lot of fun. I'm really glad you came on today. I'm excited for Joseph to come on on Friday. Whoever wants to come on tomorrow for our 906 meeting, that'll be fun. It's fun because it's like it gives us a chance to do a miniature interview and to learn a little bit about someone else's business and someone else's background and get that knowledge, which I think is fantastic. So, well, so it's sort of what you wanted your uh, Chicago podcast to be. You want to promote small businesses. We can promote small businesses in our 906 meeting. Oh, Amanda wants to come on tomorrow. Okay, Amanda, 9.06 a.m. You will be here tomorrow and I'll send you a link to it uh, so you can join us. It'll be fun. We're going to have a blast. So fun. And then I'll make sure to send Joseph a link for Friday so that we can all... Yeah, Friday will be a fun stream because we've got a lot of a lot of fun things planned for Friday. We'll wrap up the week of living like Grant Cardone. We'll reflect on what we want to keep and what we don't. We will talk about what worked. We will do the 9.06 a.m. meeting and we will do a review of the book, The 10X Rule, and discuss our thoughts and feelings on that book, which I feel like we could go on forever about because that book has a lot to unpack. And why we both DNF'd Be Obsessed and or Be Average. And why we both DNF'd Be Obsessed or Be Average, which is a mess. Such a mess. Such a mess. Oh, Cher is willing to share her, Cher will share her suppliers <laughs> with anyone interested. Cher, you're such a giver. That's wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic, guys. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Something about Grant Cardone, probably. Probably just his muscles. Oh, I, I just, <laughs> we should get try to get Grant Cardone on this show. I would love to. I mean, I, I, I would. He's someone who I feel like if I, we talked about it yesterday, if you identified him as your rival, I feel like there's a chance he'd notice. Right. Like Rachel Hollis would never come on the show because she it is a cut out negativity person. She doesn't listen to criticism. That's one of her things. Grant Cardone has been going on and on in the 10X role about how uh, everyone should try to, or like how if someone's criticizing you, that's a good thing. And how he loves it when people criticize him. And he loves any opportunity to get noticed by more people, even if it means it's critical. So I'm like, if we invited him on here and asked him questions and criticized what he does and he talked about it, like, I think he'd actually be up for that, which I love about him. I think that's a fantastic quality to have. That's one of the things I really admire, actually. I mean, so two things. One, he'll probably end up challenging you to a cage match just because that's that's his go-to when he doesn't know that's what else okay. to say. I'll, I'll give it a <laughs> shot. I mean, I've been lifting weights because of him, so. And then two, I mean, I think it's safe to say that what, 
based on what I'm learning with these gurus, especially is attention sort of like salt, you know, a little bit of salt in a dish, it'll really bring the flavor out too much. It makes it uneatable, inedible and way too much. It's toxic and it'll kill you. You think attention, too much attention is toxic? Absolutely. Well, maybe I shouldn't be live streaming like five times a day and putting up videos constantly. And (laughs) because I am constantly. Wait, instead of that, let me ask you, do you think too much attention is toxic? No. Okay, so so why, why not? I I mean, I guess because I haven't thought about it before, and I it, it might be you might very well be right about this, but I guess I just um I just always want attention, so maybe it is toxic, and I've just never realized it. But yeah, because I, I guess, yeah. What do you, why is, do you think it's toxic? Well, first I'm just say is like I don't know if wanting something inherently makes it not toxic because you can definitely no, want toxic things. Um, as for why I think it's toxic, I think it's toxic the same way that if you if something becomes your core desire, it becomes toxic no matter what. Like just about anything overconsumed is toxic, uh, no matter how healthy it is. I, I know the cliche is if you eat too many, if you like you can you can overdose on apples. Um, yeah. you, there's like three people a year who go to the emergency room from overdosing on multivitamins. So so too much of anything, even if they're essential things for us to live, someone said you can drown from drinking too much water will kill you. Um, attention itself, though, I think. Well, I when, guess to be fair, that's one of the themes in Cancel Show in Boston is too much attention can be toxic, which. I don't know why I wrote a book with that theme if I didn't th- ever think about that concept before. But hey, sometimes I just go along with things. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And, and then in terms of attention, I think it's just along the lines of one of the ongoing conversations we've been having is, is attention the new currency? Yeah. If attention's the new currency, I mean, how fucked up are people willing to get in order to get in order to get it? I mean, the number of people who just at its base, there was that famous YouTuber who shot himself for a viral video or had it forced his girlfriend to shoot him for a viral video so he would die i mean that's that video i cannot watch that i heard about that video that is one of the most horrifying things i've ever heard in my life exactly and i know that that's just an extreme example but i feel like the more people do pursue attention as the end-all be-all and i think maybe it's been exacerbated due to the pandemic because attention on the internet has been valued at such a higher price i mean it's it's basically um that people are going to going to go to more extreme uh, extents to get it. Not to mention the fact we're becoming more and more desensitized to extreme actions. Therefore, people have to always up the ante. I mean, look at how Logan Paul grew. He had to always up the ante. He's become one of the most despicable people on the internet, but he's also become one of the most attention-grabbing people on the internet through this process. Exactly. And I think what you're saying about attention being currency is absolutely true, especially like you know, when I first started a YouTube channel, my family members would be like, how do you make money off of that? And at first I would be like, that's the the goal. is. I mean, now I make money from ads, which is we'll get into that. But like, also, um, I was like, the point at the beginning is not to make money. It's not like I put out a video and someone pays me to watch the video. It's not a direct sale to a customer interaction. It's more roundabout than that. I'm doing content marketing. I'm gathering attention. And then people will then be aware that I have books out and then be aware that I have a business and things like that. But to some people who are more used to currency, just being currency, just you give someone money, they give you a product and there's no more roundabout way to it than that. People don't always view attention as currency. Now I make money through ads. So people buy ads to play before my videos so that people will give the ads attention. So people are literally paying me for attention. So yes, dude, attention is absolutely- You literally get paid per view. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's not from the person watching it. It's from the person who bought the person watching its attention. 
Yeah. And the reason why I always see attention specifically as such an alluring currency is I don't know if there's many currencies more durable than it. Because if, so obviously the safest investment anyone can make is in a treasury bond because uh, uh, it's very uh, under just about no foreseeable circumstances does the government collapse. It will always find a way to repay its debt. Mm -hmm. uh, extreme, I know, but like that, that's the thing. After that, though, I don't know what's more durable than attention because the amount of trust that you garner from people dead, it, like, first off, where do you value time? Because mm -hmm. time is not a renewable resource. If some, you said that you had 5,700 hours of view time. Yeah, in the past week. Can you measure that in currency? I mean, some, like the people are giving you 5,700 hours. How, how, like, how, how, how long? 24 hours a day. How many, how many hours? Uh, 5,700 divided by 24, that's 237 days. You almost got a year's worth of views in, what was that, a week? Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you measure that in currency? I mean, when we're talking about attention, what you're building with that is trust. And the exactly. more, it's sort of what we were talking about with Scientology in, in a joking manner. When people read, when people take this incredibly long exam, and I think Sage brought it up as the sunk cost fallacy as well. When people give you this much time and effort for that test, and then they give you that much time and effort for a book, they're giving you their most valuable resource, their time. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly true. And I think, I mean, back to Grant Cardone, that's what he, I was reading in the 10X rule this morning. That's what he was talking a lot about was like, like time and, you know, how time is one of those things that's like you, you measure time even more than you would measure money. So it's like he, one of the ways he's lived his life is to try to maximize time because if he said it as like, if I can get 15 calls done in 15 minutes and it takes another guy an hour to make those 15 calls, I have 45 extra minutes that I can make extra calls with and earn more money with, which is a very basic concept. It's very obvious when you state it, but it's like, you got a whole chapter just like stressing the importance of time and viewing time as things. So like, that's when you go to hiring employees for things, because like, if you are spending all your time on the thing, then you're not maximizing your time to do something else. And so hiring someone who can maximize their time and do it faster makes more sense. It's like, why would I spend time trying to learn to code my website if someone else can do it faster, save their time, I can pay them what I would want to be paid for the hour the same way, you know, it's like it just saves everyone time and money in that case. So that's where we're at right now. Absolutely. And I, I was reading the comments too. First, Bet Marie cries in Venezuela. <laughs> oh, and also saying time on the internet is an equalizer because the consumer can multitask. Definitely, and I think I think one thing that Grant Cardone is kind of out of touch about is the way that like time. You could say time is an equal currency for all people, but it really isn't because he talks about how you know, maximizing time, hiring people to do things. And it's like, if you're very wealthy, you can afford to always be maximizing time. But like, I'm sure like when we talked about how he spend it, would spend an hour a day with his kids and stuff like that, most people who don't have money to hire a nanny or to hire a babysitter, that kind of thing, they would have to, they would have to spend that time with their kid. Most parents have to spend the whole day with their kid or spend the whole day that they're not physically at work with their kid. So it's like, 
having money allows you to maximize time, allowing you to have more money. And I guess that's the cycle of how wealth creates more wealth. Uh, and it makes it kind of hard to, to get to that equal point. It's also, what are you ultimately trying to work for? I mean, in his mind, the one thing I do appreciate, appreciate about Grant on his business side of things is he does make it incredibly easy to compute. He has boiled success down to wealth. And it's, it's, it's an incredibly simple measurement. Are you more successful than me? Well, let's measure our bank accounts. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I, th I think that that's why he's as successful as he is because he's made the purpose and the destination and the path to get there as simple and easy to follow for everyone. Um, anyone can pick it up. They can follow along very easily. They don't have to ask too many questions and the results are very tangible. Uh, I, I made this much money today. Therefore I was this successful today. Um, exactly once you start questioning what success means and why you're trying to optimize your time and you start entering these existential crises as Jordan Peterson and Gary Vee do, uh, it, it opens up a whole slew of new conversations to have of ultimately like is the, is having a purpose in life inherently toxic, which I know is a crazy thing to say out loud because we're all talking about finding what your purpose is in life is. But what if like I, now I like to say my purpose in life is not having a purpose. <laughs> That's wild. I'm too existentially depressed to think that way. Cause I just go down a spiral. Well, also, what's more BC free than here. that? BC, I love you. BC says, Hey weirdos. See, you're still going strong with this. I'm impressed because these routines are hard. Yeah. I'm pretty tired today. And I also have, um, an, a call to get on in a few minutes. So unfortunately we're going to have to end the stream in a few minutes here, but I'm really excited to stream again tomorrow. Um, because tomorrow we're going to, we're going to do this again. We're going to see how we can continue to 10 X everything. I haven't done a good job at 10 Xing my reach outs to people. So I need to do that more, but I can't do it today because my schedule is packed with interviews and I wish it weren't because I'll make now, you know what? I'm making excuses. I got to 10 X everything. I'll figure yeah. There it. are no excuses. Your life no is your excuses. life because Weekends of you. are for the week. That's what Grant says. Weekends are for the week. I disagree. I sleep the entire weekend because we're living our weeks like this. As does Lindsay. But uh, so I guess, should we just quickly read the comments and then wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see. Bette Marie says, time banking would minimize that. You can't change your oil, but it takes someone an hour in the driveway to do it for you. Now they have an hour in the community vault to purchase an hour of skill. Oh, I have heard about this time banking concept. That is really interesting. I gotta really read into that. That's wild. Um. Trisha Paytas used to be a great YouTuber over 10 years ago. I think she just got addicted to it. Yeah. That's I, accurate. I, I, I don't. Used, I, she's, she was such a troll <laughs> in a good way. I, I think I like trolls. I know that that's a uh, controversial, but she was a, she's been an elaborate troll for a long time. And I think but, it's really cool that she's kept it up this long. I don't, have you seen her? Like I have, I, I forgot how many personalities she claims they have now, but she's like yeah, my she's different personalities trying the chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, she's done a lot of like really bad taste weird stuff. shit. And really weird stuff, especially recently. But I agree with what you guys are saying is it's a, a trending thing. butthole pick. <laughs> oh man. I just almost vomited from thinking about I mean it's not it's not it's not her per se as much as just butthole. Vomiting, don't think about butthole picks. <sighs> okay, um, Sarah says, this is my first morning live I made it to. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad. I'm glad you guys were all here. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Same. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, and Reckless Mermaid about yeah, I know Trisha has become open about having having uh BPD and I think it's great that she's been open about that. And honestly, like I've um like Queen of Spades says, I enjoy some episodes of the Frenemies podcast. I think it's been good for like her to uh be open about things in a, she just definitely seems like she's doing things in a more real way. And I I think that's I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's cool that she does that. Um I'm a friend of his fan. Yeah, I saw that she has that podcast going with Ethan. Yeah. With Ethan Klein. I have not been able to to, to I, I have not been able to I get that out of my funny, mind. Honestly, I know a lot of people will say it's problematic and stuff, but I honestly like I can see that, but I also think it's kind of funny. I think it's a funny podcast. And oh, the, friend do, the friend of me's podcast, I do think that Trisha has been uh, you know, being being kind of real on it. And it seems like she's more of her own her own uh, personality as opposed to doing a character, and I think that's cool. I'm just I think I clear my mind now. Um when I was little, I didn't realize that like I was doing visualization. I just always had this little trick in my head. And uh -huh. now as I'm older and I'm familiar with it, I realize it's visualization for meditation where whenever a bad memory would creep up in my mind, I would always picture it as like a piece of paper I could crumple up and throw away. Mm -hmm. uh, had to do that with the butthole there. Okay, so we know that RK does not like butthole pics in general. That's a thing. Do not send him butthole pics. Don't do it. It's, I think it's the same reason you hate farting. I mean that genuinely, guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying. I, I just realized the way I said that people might think that I'm saying to do it. Don't, like, actually don't do it. Oh, yeah, obviously. please don't actually send me that. But like, I, I will vomit. never send a stranger butthole pics or any kind of naked photos ever. That's, that's creepy and weird. Don't ever do that. Yeah, send dog pics. Send dog pics. Well, I think I read, uh, someone's, I think one of my favorite tweets was like, instead of sending a dick pic, send a dog pic and see how many girls like you. Oh, definitely. That I mean, that's definitely a better, more productive way. Definitely. You're optimizing your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So if any men are watching this right now and you're trying to get a woman's attention, send her a picture of your dog. And if you don't have a dog, send her a picture of a dog you think is cute. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of like cute dog videos on TikTok that you can, Aaron sends me random dog videos on TikTok every day. Yeah, dogs are so good. It's so much better than if I, I would not like it if Aaron just started sending me dick pics all the time. Yeah, it would be weird. It would be pretty yeah. weird. I'd be like, "Where are you finding this collection of dick pics?" And then, yeah, I mean that that would be something actually. Like, if every time a girl gets a dick pic, she sends it to her boyfriend, and that's, that's so you both idea. have to suffer together. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great idea. I don't know if it's a great idea or not. It's just I, like that, that. I just think it's an idea. I don't, think, idea. It has a, yeah, I don't think it has a positive it or a negative. Actually, it might actually be a bad idea. Or maybe, maybe it's just an idea that doesn't really exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Sarah's over here saying. Dog picks, not dong picks. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much for being here this morning with us and for making every morning great. I look forward to this stream every morning and it is the thing that motivates me most to get going when I'm exhausted is knowing that we're going to do this morning stream and have a good time together. Thank you all so much for being here. We will be here again tomorrow to talk about the fourth day in all of this and we'll have a great discussion then. See you tomorrow. I don't know what we'll talk about yet. More Grant Cardone stuff. Maybe some more Scientology. Maybe some more of his podcast with Jordan Belfort. Just a whole bunch of stuff. We'll have great stuff to talk about then. And we'll bring Amanda on for 
um, our 906 morning meeting. I'm glad we're doing the 906 morning meeting, meaning me night morning. I cannot talk morning meetings. I, I don't want to open my mouth right now. I'm going to vomit. Ah! Um, great. Thank you guys so much for being here. See you tomorrow. Actually see you tonight. Cause I'm hosting the writer sleepover tonight. So nine. It's Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central on my channel tonight. Same place as you are right now. We'll be hosting the sleepover stream. We're going to do a write-in. We're going to write together. We're going to get stuff done. It's going to be fantastic. I'll see you tonight. I'll see you again tomorrow morning. You can't get rid of me. Don't forget to support small businesses. Have a great rest of your morning. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. <sighs>